0: Everybody? Welcome. Well, <laughs> that's different than hey, hey, hey. I wanted to surprise you by doing something different. Hello. Differently hey. from the usual. Hey. Hi, Rich. Hey, Sarah. Honey, did you miss me?
1: I did miss you. By the way, everybody, welcome to another fun-filled episode of Drinking During Business Hours.
0: And did you all miss me? Did you miss Rich? Did you guys miss us? It's not like <laughs> Actually, we, were we weren't. Gone. No, we weren't. Okay, what we did is we we haven't been in the studio for a while because we all of those interviews like we did it all at once to get them in the can and because then,
1: we were traveling.
0: Right, right. So the past four interviews, which by the way, we really received a lot of compliments. Right. on those interviews, we had amazing, very captivating guests. Yes, we did. And sometimes it's nice to just not have a guest. Yeah, and that's what we're doing tonight. Yeah,
1: it's not for a lack of not being able to get one. We've no. got guests lined up. Oh yeah, it's just uh, nice to come in just so that we can talk for a little bit. And yeah, catch up with uh, with the fans.
0: Yeah, so hey, uh, and to catch up with one another because we haven't catch seen up each with other. One another. <laughs> yeah, because you were gone for a couple of days in Denver. I was in Denver. I was visiting. My cousin and his wife and their two kids, and his daughter, their daughter, is my goddaughter. And also your cousin. And my cousin. So, uh, but, you know, because there's, I mean, you know, she's 14, and it's weird calling a 14-year-old my cousin, so I usually say my niece. Right, right. Or I just say goddaughter. Right. But she is
1: technically your cousin.
0: She's technically my cousin. She's my first cousin's daughter.
1: Which makes her your first cousin once removed.
0: Whatever. Right. My goddaughter. (laughs) Once removed. Once removed. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she was the lead in A Little Mermaid. Um, the movie coming out. She's the Black Mermaid coming out. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. She
1: got a big deal with Disney. Yeah, and she's the Black really Mermaid. No, she's really not. Really she was in a school really production.
0: Impressed with my <laughs> with my little <laughs> goddaughter. <laughs> um, but she was just as great. Maybe yes, not as know. black. Uh, we and I I don't know really. I mean, The Little Mermaid. Now I really want to see it. Right. The Disney version. Sure, Where'd now I'm super into it. I'm super into the play. I saw I saw two shows back to back, and my you know goddaughter Alice, she was the lead. She played Ariel, and she blew it out of the water. I was so so proud of her. She hit the high notes. It was like this packed right. I wish our rooms were as packed as the, uh, the as these kids. Right. Well, <laughs> it's parents
1: and siblings. It so. was
0: yeah yeah. Um. They were so good. The kids were so good and, uh, you know, trying so hard and it was just adorable. But definitely Alice was the star. It was great. That's
1: excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was there.
0: I wish you were too. We'll go back because uh, it's really kind of your town you know
1: denver's and i mean i love colorado if anybody is listening uh from colorado you know what an awesome state you live in
0: yeah it's a really nice community it's beautiful it's uh, earthy
1: it's Mm uh you know conducive to hippies and deadheads yeah
0: yeah what like like i said it's really your town yeah (laughs) i am all of
1: those things
0: and then, uh, so what are we drinking? Cheers, by the way. It's, Cheers I missed to you, you, too. Thanks for picking me up. Cheers
1: to you, too. We, we, so yeah, we
0: just came straight to the studio.
1: We were uh, also on the road doing stand-up comedy Yeah, week before last.
0: Mm, this is good, by uh, the way. In Oregon. Yes, we, we were in Oregon. We were in
1: Southern Oregon, and uh, we did shows in Southern Oregon. We were there for about five days, and uh, we got the, uh, the great... Um, with time on your hands during the day when you're on the road, we got to go visit some wineries. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went wine tasting to I think we saw four wineries. We while did. We were, there. we were
0: productive. Yes,
1: we, we went to four, we drank at four wineries. It was kind
0: of cool, you know, to be performing in an area where we can, you know do what we want during the day, which yes, is
1: Yes, which is drink wine. Visit wineries which is a lot of fun. And we went to a few very good wineries, including my friend Mark Girardet's Winery in the Umpqua Valley.
0: That was such a cool experience. Right? I loved them. Right? They were so, so cool. Yeah. Well, first, okay, they came to our show. right. And that's kind of what sparked us going to their winery the right. next day. He came down to
1: Seven Feathers Casino yes. to see us. And mm-hmm. then, uh, then Full the vi-
0: room, by the way.
1: Full room, yep. packed Sold out. Sold out. Great time. Yes. You killed it. Oh, as did you. Thank you. Um, and then the next day, before we drove down south, we went a half hour north mm-hmm. uh, in the Umpqua Valley up to Girardet Winery. And uh, we hung out with my friend. And they and had
0: chickens, it, and it, oh, it was just yeah. so just rural and gorgeous uh, setting, organic. And, it just was so uh, yeah. And they're an old winemaking e- family. see on the eyes, the whole thing. Yeah. it was it was
1: stunning. Just really stunning. beautiful setting, and they're a very old winemaking family. Mark's mm-hmm. dad started the winery forty some odd years ago. And uh, they make really good wine, mm-hmm. and we got to go in the back and barrel taste a bunch of stuff.
0: That was neat. At of a barrique At or a, barrel, yeah. And uh, which is a good time, yeah. You know, yeah, they were you can, so
1: hospitable, right? So we visited,
0: and uh, we bought some wine, of course, and we got some. Well, he gifted us, and a he gave, g- yeah, he did. They gifted were very us generous. Some wine,
1: and then we bought some wine, and then we got to go to. Uh, Uh, then on our way to a winery where we were headed, Mm -hmm. uh, we passed the turnout Yeah, and we had to turn around and just coincidentally, when we turned around, we turned around in the parking lot of a tiny, small family winery. And I said, what's this? It said right on the thing, dwell winery yeah,
0: yeah and I was like, let's go in. So we so parked. cool like a total impromptu yeah. little visit to this mom and pop winery that we had never heard of and Gorgeous no vineyards. no appointment we just walked in mm-hmm. and they could not have been more cool.
1: yeah mm-hmm. she was very nice, uh, the wife. Yes. It was very, very nice, and uh, we tasted through a bunch of their wines, and we actually bought we're, one. And
0: we're drinking it right now. And that
1: is what we're drinking today. Yes. So, uh, for those of you who care, we were at Dwell Winery, mm-hmm. and Dwell is in Applegate Valley, which is in between Rogue River Valley and the Umpqua Valley. Mm-hmm. So, we uh, were in Applegate, and we, uh, we rolled into Dwell Winery. Rolled
0: in, literally, and, and we're... We Drinking Pinot Gris.
1: And we're drinking their Pinot Gris. And this particular wine won a gold medal at um, the Oregon Wine Competition. This is the 2020 Dwell Pinot Gris. If anybody gets to watch the teaser and this makes it in, that's what we're drinking. And I got to admit, it's really
0: good. Yeah, it's really yummy. Pinot Gris is one of their, you know, uh, indigenous grapes. And... It, go, it grows very, very nicely Yeah, and in this Oregon. Is, yeah,
1: and this is actually made by a guy named Herb Quadi. Mm. And Herb Quadi is their winemaker, and mm-hmm. he also mm-hmm. owns his own place up there in Applegate called Quadi North. And what's interesting about Herb Quadi is that he's from Napa Valley, and his parents own a winery in Napa called Quadi, and Quadi wines are all sweet dessert wines. That's all they make. Are these incredibly good, opulent dessert wines?
0: And I'm not really into that. I know, I know. you are, but I just for me, it's just a little too much. I'm not a big sugar person anyway. Right. And you're I not. can yeah, I'm just unless not it's into in tiramisu it. or chocolate. Right. Lava cake. right exactly. <laughs> but even then, like I very rarely have dessert. Right. I'm just not a big sugar. I don't know. Just I never know really took to it. I like super austere, dry. Champagnes and wines. Yes, you do. And cherries. Yeah, dry, dry, sherry. Dry, dry. Yeah. Dry sherry, and, uh, really good. But, you know, it's it's fun to have, you know, right. you can get creative with dessert wine. You can have it with, like, foods that have a high fat content, and it will cut through the fat.
1: Yes, it does. And
0: that's kind of fun to do, like, a, you know, I don't eat foie gras anymore, but... You know, back in the day when foie gras was popular, because we were kind of like ignorant about what it. was. Well, right. I, I don't think we were ignorant. I think we just like chose to not think about it. What it was? Yes. Yeah, kind of like veal. I'm yeah, yeah. I, don't need I veal. mean, it's it's really just not not a very nice thing that we do. No, it's not. Um, but and, yes. it's, and it's actually not. I believe it's outlawed in various states. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as it should. Yeah. But a good it acidic be, but...
1: wine, really dry, a lot of acid. Cuts right through all like that like bacon
0: fat, like anything fatty, and then it's like good with spice. it just it yeah. cools down your palate right away. Absolutely. The sweetness, so it's kind of fun. So a big shout out to Dwell Winery. Yeah, thanks for having thank us you, and hosting Dwell. us. Yeah, thank you very much. And not charging us for the tasting. Yeah, we got comped everywhere. That was really sweet. Yeah. Um, because you sweet talked them.
1: Well, you know, that helps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we but we, it's not like we just like drink all their wine and leave. Like we no, buy we wine. We buy wine. You know. And then we went
1: what was the other winery we went to? Um Woolbridge.
0: Wool Woolridge.
1: Woolridge. winery.
0: Stunning. Which
1: was incredible.
0: I loved it there. And we bought Three bottles yeah, of their wine. I really loved it there. Really
1: loved Woldenstein. I want to go back. We're going to go back. And the setting there is incredible. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you're drinking wine in Switzerland because you're yeah. in this valley surrounded by these gorgeous mountains. Mm-hmm. And it's just so incredible. And the wines were amazing. Yeah. Of every single thing they brought us to taste. And we tasted about six or seven of their wines. Mm -hmm. And then because we knew our stuff, see, that's the thing. If you know your stuff, they'll always bring you extra wines to taste. I think
0: it's a treat for them, you know? Yes. And I don't know that I know my stuff as much as I fake it. So, so, you know, listeners, I mean, if you just want to... You know, kind of butter up people at wineries. Just memorize a few fancy adjectives and <laughs> say it with confidence. Yeah, and a few nouns too. You know, <laughs> always ask about like the petite
1: sirah, the lesser known varietals. You know, then they go, oh, this person really knows
0: stuff, and and, and they just get some excited, and it gets them
1: really, yeah, they yeah. get all juiced up. And uh, the next thing you know, they're going,
0: oh, here, even
1: though it's not on the tasting menu, I brought you these. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know. <clears throat> And then we had shows in unique areas. Yeah, we uh, (laughs) we did a
1: show. We were at the Seven Feathers Casino, which
0: which it wasn't unique. Seven Feathers is, you know, that was a big venue. Then
1: then we were in a place called um, Tweakerville. (laughs) No, no, I'm kidding. Cave Junction. Cave Junction, which might as well be called Tweakerville.
0: They were really, really nice. Yes, because we met the
1: only forty people not on meth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: why yeah it was it was a cool little venue and it, they were yes. very hospitable and they took good care of us and thanks to you know right the uh the manager and right yeah they and were... then we
1: did two shows in grants pass yes and that was a really good time that we got was to see, we got to see my friend uh former uh casting director billy demota yep who shout out to Billy? Hi. Who is now uh, living in Grants Pass,
0: retired and, and chilling,
1: and playing guitar, mm-hmm. and you know,
0: good for him because he at one point lived a very stressful life.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was a casting director for almost forty years, mm-hmm. and you know.
0: And uh, we made friends. There was this guy in the audience that really took to you, and he was like seven ten, seven foot. Remember that guy? He was like an M- a former MMA fighter, and he was oh huge that, was, and...
1: that was Cave Junction, wasn't it? No, it oh, was the that first was Grant's night at Grand Pass. Pass. You're yeah. right.
0: There were like a bunch of You're bikers. Right. This guy was a biker.
1: Yeah. He uh, looked like Frankenstein. I mean, he was huge. And uh, after I got off stage, he gave me a big hug. And kind of picked you up a little. Yeah, off the ground.
0: <laughs> Literally. Yeah, he picked me right
1: up off the ground. I didn't
0: mean pick you up as in ask for your number. Yeah, did yeah. that, that. Picked that, you ah. up off the ground. Yeah, he, he really did. But he was super <laughs> sweet.
1: Really nice guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we met really nice yeah,
0: people. It was good. It was we, a nice little trip. And we, met not, we, we drank nice wines. And we did. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice was little did. trip. A few birds with one stone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we just have had so many shows. But the major one um, coming up is to our Monday. Monday, Monday, May 15th. We're doing, we are co-producing and performing in Laugh Your Paws Off at the Hollywood Improv. And it is to raise money for a nonprofit called WUFAW, W-U-F-A-W, Women United for Animal Welfare.
1: That's correct.
0: And the ticket proceeds go towards this amazing nonprofit of women who really angelically travel all over to provide relief to animals living in deplorable Conditions. Yeah,
1: they save animals.
0: Well, they don't save them. Uh, They're they're funny about that word. They they want us to not use that word. Too late. I know, I know. But it's you know. But in my opinion, they save them. They they provide relief, medical care. Yes. Well, that's saving. Yeah. I mean, because these animals do. I mean, they don't even have pain medication when they're being neutered i mean it's it's like barbaric you know
1: when when, if you get rushed to the hospital with some life-threatening issue and the doctor works on you and you're okay you don't say to the doctor thank you for relieving me
0: you saved his life you know they can't talk they're animals but right but
1: they know what's going on there but WUFAS is an excellent organization they're
0: they're amazing and uh really really proud that we're going to be helping out helping Mm -hmm. towards the cause and
1: and if you yeah. love animals, mm-hmm. find, go to Wufa W-U-F-A-W, and make a donation, because they can yeah. certainly use your help. They're an excellent organization. Yes,
0: they are. Look and, into them.
1: Right. And they were started by? Uh,
0: my best friend, Iris El Mario, the who's actress. An a- right. The and actress. She's been on the show a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um... Actually a few technically she's been on my show three times. Oh look at that <laughs> uh, yeah, because she's been on every podcast that I've had. Oh okay so dr- drinking during business hours twice and, then, and uh, at the podcast that I had at the comedy store right So uh, yeah she's she's really really wonderfully uh, well, I mean she's very talented firstly and she's just a good good person right. And we have an incredible lineup.
1: yeah, we have a great lineup of comedians and mm-hmm. we just added two today. And um, if you are in the L.A. area, uh, because this will drop on Monday, mm-hmm. so if people listen to it.
0: There's uh, still time to get tickets and go. There's
1: still time to get tickets. And, and the tickets are $40. You get an amazing comedy show with mm-hmm. some really big comedians. Alonzo Bowden is on there. April Macy is mm-hmm. on there. Um, uh, we just got added Ismo. Added Ismo. Ismo, who <laughs> is... Uh, a Finnish comedian, I uh, you very well may know who he is. He does, he's amazingly funny, and it looks like
0: we might have uh, Matt Rife. Uh, we'll know tomorrow. Yeah, we'll know tomorrow. Yeah, a surprise, a surprise headliner, Su- surprise headlining guest. We actually as well. have a couple uh, yes. on the line. So yes. yeah, well, you know, and Gary Cannon is hosting. Gary Cannon's
1: going to host it. Who's also a big animal activist and does his very fair share mm-hmm. of saving mm-hmm. animals as well. You, myself. And, uh, from Rescue Me, the television show Rescue Me, and from, uh, the other show with Edie Falco, uh, where she plays the doctor who's addicted to the pills. Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie. Yeah. Um, Adam Ferrara. Yes. Yeah. So, so
0: so star studded lineup. And you get champagne. Yes. Complimentary champagne for one hour with a red carpet. Yep. Uh, Getty Images, it's yeah. gonna be like really glitzy. Yeah, it is We're gonna be a glitzy. We're doing it up. We have a step and repeat. Yeah. We're really doing it up. Yeah,
1: so if you're listening to this podcast mm-hmm. on Monday and you're in the LA area, come do some good mm-hmm. and uh, grab a ticket. Uh, come to the Improv. You can buy your tickets there as well. And uh, come to the woofah benefit. Have some champagne. Yeah. And uh, See some, uh, see some great stand-up comedy at the same time.
0: I mean, that who doesn't enjoy a fine beverage while watching comedy?
1: There's not a woman or child not, alive. Not a woman
0: or child There's alive. Not a woman or really, child. Really, really. From Dave Letterman. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, this is
1: great wine, by yeah, the way.
0: Yeah, it really. I is. I
1: really must say, you did a fine job uh, telling us to get this one.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, I, I chose this one. Yes, you did. And then we had a great show at Laugh Factory, San Diego. Laugh Factory in San Diego, That was last really fun. Yeah, I'd... that was great fun. Yeah.
1: And we got to hang out with a friend of mine. In fact, this wine today, we didn't pull the cork because it's just the two of us drinking. And we used a wonderful device called the Coravin. Yes. And for people, I don't know if this is boring people or not, but the Coravin's the coolest thing in the world because you can actually get wine out of the bottle Without pulling the cork out. Yeah. It sounds
0: crazy, but... To, it, to preserve it so you don't ruin the bottle if you don't go through the whole thing. Right. Which the, was seldom the case. Uh,
1: mean, with us, it's seldom
0: but... the case. But, uh, you know, there
1: is a device no, called no. a coravin, and the yeah. coravin clamps to the bottle. You push a needle through the cork. You shoot argon gas into the bottle, which is a natural preservative extracted from the atmosphere. The argon gas pushes the wine out of the coravin through a spout into mm-hmm. your glass. And... My dear friend Pete Johnson, Peter Johnson, uh, who is one of the founders, really, but I guess he's vice president or president of Corvin. Uh, we got to—he lives down there. Peter came to see our show. We went out for a lovely dinner with him afterwards. And it was really
0: very nice. Yeah. They they chose a cute little quaint um, little quaint. Can you say little quaint? Yeah. Cute little quaint uh, Italian restaurant. What was the name of it? Shit. What was the name? Darn, darn, darn. I don't know,
1: but it was really, really Oh, it was really so good, good. I feel
0: badly. See, if yeah. it went, one day we're going to be in a in a studio where we have people that can look it up while we talk. That's called the producer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm really envious of those shows. Uh, yeah. But, but, you know. But, yeah, anyway, yeah, we went to an amazing anyway, little restaurant. In San they, Diego. And they were good to us, and they they brought us comp Tiramisu, my comp favorite. Compte Tiramisu, right?
1: right. So, big shout out, first of all, to the Laugh Factory.
0: Yeah, thank you, Laugh Factory. Thank Thank you,
1: Laugh Factory, and thank you, uh, but big shout-out to the Laugh Factory yeah, for, having for having us, us last Saturday. We had a great time. The crowd it was, was great amazing. Lineup. Great lineup. And, uh, you know, and, and shout-out to Corvin for helping us get our wine out of yeah, the bottle.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, that's and, and I really liked his wife, too, Peter's wife, Wendy. They were yeah. just a lovely, lovely couple. Fine folks. Um and then let's see I was uh, we were at Dirty Church our friend David C Smalley produces a show at the Hollywood Improv and um I performed there with Tom Arnold with Tom Arnold and Craig Robinson and
1: Craig Robinson and
0: that's that great. was a lot of fun everybody really brought it and that was a great full room so yeah just lots of lots of oh stuff my going goodness Randall Paul Provenza
1: there which was great oh and mm-hmm.
0: let's talk about your show at Genghis. That was you. you, Yeah, you. you filled out the, you know, well, Busting that's it an seams. easy room to fill. However, it only holds it was, four people. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just a really incredible sizzling lineup and everyone just crushed. Yeah. That and was Pablo fun. Francisco. Yeah. And
1: Kagan. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you and the fabulous Renee Percy. Yes. A very dear friend of mine, very Renee. D- yeah. She's going to be on the podcast soon. Yeah. We'll have her on. And, uh, mm-hmm. but that, I mean, you know, we're, uh...
0: Oh, you know what else I want to talk about? Why? And Not just cause it's my show, Bottle Shock but my show bottle shock <laughs> uh, no no but we you and i the last show oh yes we did a little tandem set for we the went first on time we
1: did a little burns and allen thing yes. with the two of us on stage and it
0: went over hugely and we did almost 20 minutes yeah effortlessly that's it one was, third of oh what my. we need to go on a cruise ship <laughs>
1: seriously
0: but the crowd loved it loved it, it. And I, because I really wasn't sure. I thought, "Oh, is this going to be campy? Is this going to be cheese whiz out of a can?" <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't really sure. But it kind, yeah, the the very very well received. So yeah. we're we're gonna keep chipping away at yeah, that. Yeah, no? I think we need to be chipping away. No at one's that. doing it really. No,
1: no. And well, I, am, there are
0: comedy couples, yeah, people
1: who are together. But they're not working together, you know? They're not doing Exactly. A, a
0: lot of comedy couples, but yeah. they're not working together. By the way, you had, you were at a great room, um, uh, shit, what was it? Oh, that? yeah. Yeah, with, with uh, Tiffany I Haddish. I say his name? Uh, well, every, yeah, sure. I mean, everyone knows everyone Mark. Everyone knows Mark us yeah. So
1: I was at the three clubs mm-hmm. in Hollywood with Bill Burr yeah. and Tiffany Haddish, Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and
0: this is what made me think of it: the brothers, the Smash because, Brothers, because they do the Smash Smash Brothers, Corey and Chad, yeah, because the Smash they brothers. are the uh, aside from the scholar brothers, right, are the only acts I can think of off the top of my head doing a duo that do a duo,
1: yeah, and they're the nicest guys. You know, they look like uh, they were leading the charge on January sixth, yes, but the truth is, they are not. At all, cons- they're not like that, conservative like that, and they are the nicest guys on the they planet.
0: They were really, really funny. Yeah. And you did really well that night. Thank you. Yeah. Well, big was, shout
1: out to Mark Saratella yeah, for having Mark, Mark me.
0: books that show. We'll give Mark a shout out for that. Yeah. And hey, everybody, contact Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you're not a comedian, contact him. He needs more people contacting him. Oh, my God. Hitting him up for spots. He books
1: books the most uh, uh, star-studded shows. It's always big names. Yeah, You know, I'm not saying I'm a big name, but uh, I'm... Certainly, nice to be.
0: It was nice to be invited. Right, I was. I was honored to be in the green room for crying out loud. But it was really
1: nice to see Bill. I hadn't seen Bill in a while, Mm -hmm. and it was great to see Tiffany. And Mm -hmm. you know, just to be asked to be on a show with
0: comedians of that stature. Yeah, you know, and they they were great. And Tiffany is so warm. Oh my gosh, I'm just. It always just. I'm always just so flattered yeah. because she, and I don't know if she does this to everyone but she acts like she knows me you know and she probably does this to everyone but even the first time we met at the holiday party right. at the Hollywood Improv Barry Cats, uh-huh. a, a legendary manager introduced us and I said I am your biggest fan and she looked at me deeply in the eyes and grabbed my arm and kissed and, you and, and, and <laughs> with tongue uh, no but and she said and I am yours and I just and it, I'm she must do this to everyone, right? Maybe. But I just it made me feel so great she's and she's really nice. And then when I saw her at at this show your show, she I, I said great set, Tiffany, and she looked at me and did the same thing. She put her arm or her hand yeah. on my arm and said, it's great to see you. Yeah, She's really <laughs> awesome. And so that I think that that is part of why she's so special. Of course, she's very, very funny. Oh, she, I don't want to take away from right. that because she definitely she could be a total bitch and still deserve what she has. Right, but, you know? she's but she's not. She's warm and kind and oh, funny and lovely. Yeah,
1: she's she's really, really a lovely person. And. My manager, who we actually had on the show when he was an agent, Danny Robinson. Yeah,
0: yeah, Danny. Uh,
1: Danny was her agent. He discovered Mm -hmm. her and, you know, along with... Adam Sandler and Jimmy Fallon yeah. and Nick Schwartz and the list goes on and on. Bill, did but, he
0: discover Bill Burr or he just managed Bill no, Burr? No, he
1: represented Bill for a while. Yeah, okay. Danny's pretty okay. much represented everybody at one point in their and, career. And
0: that's like kind of a weird thing, like they discovered, you know? I mean, right. I'm, I'm sure there's several sides to that story, you
1: Well, know? whenever I think that, I always think it's kind of like they were the first real upper level representation to pluck them out of obscurity. And get and them, get them better, yeah. Give them, a, give them a career.
0: And yeah, exactly. You know, shows where people are, people have teeth. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, starting out, it's rough sledding. It is it's rough sledding. It's rough sledding. It is, it is grass skiing. Oof, man, it is. And I'm not, I'm not completely out of the weeds just yet. Well, you know, I have my moments where I'm like, okay, I got to the next level, and then the next week, you get knocked, you know, down something, again. yeah, I mean, you exactly. Feel that way,
1: but. You know, you I mean, it's it. it's people think it's so luxurious and they look at comedians, and they go, oh, I can do that. Is that it is so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard. And that's not even just the business side of it, just the art form. of well, stuff. I
0: thought you comedy. were talking about the art form. Yeah. You know, the, the, and I was going to say, I don't know what is harder, though, to be honest, the business is pretty it's pretty Business scathing. Is also difficult. It's and, especially in LA. It's just clawing. Just people claw to get you know. And yeah, they, I'm. I have I to mean,
1: admit that I'm glad I started when I did back in
0: 1986. I hear they it wasn't this way. It, it wasn't was this everybody way. Everybody shared, and there was enough to go around. There, and there were only a few of you.
1: Plenty to go yeah. around, and you could say to anybody,
0: mm-hmm. "Hey, oh, you did that comedy club."
1: Who books that? And they would say, here, open your book. I'll give you some names. Oh, my God. That would never
0: happen Tell them I told you to call.
1: That's how it works. That
0: would never happen. When
1: I was starting out as an opening act and then even a feature act, the middle guy, um, after the shows, you would very often go to the headliner's room or the headliner would come to your room and you would, you know smoke pot and hang out and do drugs and whatever, and but you'd talk about comedy and you would go over jokes and you'd help each other with your jokes and then you would trade contact info. Jeez. Yeah, hey, do you work that club in uh, Kansas City? I do, you're not there? Here, this is the booker's <laughs> name. Tell them I told, tell, oh. yeah, use my, oh my name. God. Tell them I told you to call. Oh, that's, that's how that I sounds, got working. Honestly, that like was the, li- That's
0: like a, the Truman Show. Give that was literally
1: how I started working on the road because first time I went out by myself without a headliner who took me, uh, I'm working with people I didn't know. But they're giving me names and numbers, and then you call the guy and you say, hey, Joe Blow told me to give you a call because I work the Midwest a lot. Oh, yeah, sure. I've got some dates open. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Occasionally they'd say, send me a tape. and Back then you had VHS tapes of your ad, (laughs) 50 of them. You'd stick it in an envelope Mm -hmm. and mail it off. Oh, my goodness. But sometimes if you use the headliner's name and he said, yeah, use my name, they would go, okay, great. You're just coming in to open or feature. They just give you the date. Times have changed. That's because and, everybody thinks they're funny now.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, so. yeah. And you never realize, you know, you you think you're further ahead than you are, and you know that that I see that a lot. And I was I was right there. I mean, I'm you know, you you get like a you have your moment on stage, and you think you've made it initially. Uh, naivete. You I know? mean,
1: you are
0: for you're at how long now? It will be my eight year anniversary. In September of So, this year. in
1: September, you are eight years in, and mm-hmm. you are pretty much where you, you know, you're on par. You're not behind the eight ball at all.
0: Seriously. Well, I should hope so. <laughs> well, there's a... Do you know how many people in
1: L.A. who've been doing it eight years and still don't have 15 crushing wow. killer minutes?
0: Well, it's all, you know, very... That's what each, I'm saying. Each person has a different journey and... Um I but, but and I know we're talking about comedy a lot but I don't want to forget giving a shout out to that really cool room in Torrance The end my god a great comedian I, we dustin almost Ibarra. forgot yes because end. that was such a like twilight zone anomaly something that we just we did not expect i said yes on a whim i had no idea what we were getting into right we walk in to this it's in torrance yep uh yeah our friend dust very very funny i think dustin uh Dusty i I, I, did, I think the world of him funny guy we should have him on man yeah, oh, yeah, man, I'd love to come on oh, your podcast, so, man. Oh, so, great. He's just <laughs> one of the funniest comics out there, yeah, in really, my opinion. Yeah, he's a really, nice guy also. And, and so he, yeah, he co-produces this show, and, and it, we walked in. It was like the Twilight Zone. It was like full. Jam-packed, great crowd. Everybody stage. that wanted to laugh. Um, Paul Rodriguez. Yep, yeah, he was headlining. Um and we crushed, it was, I mean, it was kind of, it's hard to not crush when you have an audience that awesome.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. You were booked on the show. I was not.
0: Yeah, they let you I, up. I just tagged along, along because, uh, you know, yeah. I don't want to be without you. Well, that's nice. You come to every show and I come to yours. I mean, it's like we what we support. Do. That's yeah, what we yeah. do. But we, it's really rare when, when we show up, you know, and, and they don't let us on. Right. Like as you're, you know. That's because I'm a big star, theme. and when I
1: walk in the room, they want to treat us with respect.
0: Oh, uh, you you're know. funny! I hope they see your smile when <laughs> well, you say that. The
1: wine is clearly <laughs> it at this point. Um,
0: no. I mean, it's like oh, okay, you want to do, yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, it's a big room, a lot of people, and. Uh, it was great. That place is really amazing. Yeah.
0: So just they're doing a great job, and they the oh, and they had great food in Tor. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Homemade French and rice, a great wine list. Great wine list.
1: Like the yeah. whole thing. The whole. I just, thing. I was just
0: so I want to go back there all the time. Well, I'm honestly. going back
1: because Dustin is having me. He was just on my. In oh, fact, so Dustin,
0: now I'm going to go with you, and, me, and then you I'm going to get do the, the, the guest, guest set. set. <laughs> you get the
1: guest set, and no money. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I did. I, I got it.
0: Like- I got a little, I got paid, um, but I met
1: the owner. He's a great guy, mm-hmm. and uh, just the, it was that again. Yeah, they we've were been, all wonderful. We've been
0: very lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've we been, had a good slew of shows. Yeah, and, I mean, we, knock on wood. Hopefully, yeah. it continues. One thing that I do want to, I, I you know, I'll just say it. I, I don't even care. I I'm not really that fond of road comedy. I'm not that fond of it. Here's the
1: problem. And I was actually talking about this last night with another very, very funny comedian My dear friend Claude Stewart. Okay, Uh, Claude is very funny. Claude was very funny, and we actually got to hang out last night because you were out of town seeing Mm -hmm. The Little Mermaid in Colorado.
0: (laughs) So you had a big bash. We were talking about you guys went through like eight bottles of wine. My wine. Yeah, we. (laughs) (laughs) It's never your wine. It's my wine. First of all, it was the wine. But they were, my yeah, well, they, we were, left, they were samples mine, that were, had already been opened. All right, all right. It's not like
1: I pulled anything new. <laughs> you know, we have ridiculous. Um, so anyway, we were talking about your disdain for road comedy. Yeah. But the problem is, here's the truth. You haven't had a good taste of it yet because your road comedy has basically been relegated to two things. Your time on the road with And
0: let's not say any names we're not with that with With another headliner
1: who take has taken you out a couple times. Mm -hmm, You got mm -hmm. to work a great room, but the situation wasn't optimal. Right. And then it's always just right. And then the other road work you've done was for this other booker. And more drama. And more drama. But you know, I'm putting some other stuff together better clubs the whole thing and I think you'd enjoy that a lot more. I really really do.
0: But we'll see. So far I would f- I find it more productive to just stay in a metropolitan town and do sets like in high profile clubs. I understand clubs. that, but, but it's not just... going to
1: get you to headlining. That's and, the truth.
0: And uh you know the truth is it would it would have been okay here's here's the irony upon our return from oregon i did a sketch comedy with an influencer stevie emerson right and the irony is i am going to get millions of views from that sketch comedy right And like when we were in like that first show in Cave Junction, what, 40 people or the second show in Cave Junction, 40 people were there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't feel like the right, like it it doesn't feel as productive of a choice today in 2023 for for a comedian. The only thing, and
1: I, I will always stand by this, and I'm doing shows with you, and you even said, man, if you were not with me on this run... I would have been miserable. You would have been miserable. Yeah. So, it's, under- so, right.
0: so thank God. We're very, very lucky that way. Right. But these, and believe and me. And there aren't many comics who are together. That the, ca- I don't know any, actually. The, the nights,
1: I know a few. The nights where you're doing the mediocre room, the mediocre gig, those are the nights that actually get you better. I know you can't see it yet, but you will be able oh, to look back. I know. It's painful. But it is I, I and know. And They're it's the painful only shows
0: where I literally cannot wait for it to be over.
1: But I know. But And the- I
0: never feel that way ever when I'm in, you know, when I'm in like a a well known club where I you know, like I never feel that way in LA. I never feel that way in New York. Right. I you know I but but the
1: road is the road uh, and the one good thing and I'm I I mean it just is the truth. It makes you better. It really does and, because it forces you to what's the word code switch?
0: Yeah, and I'm in the suckiest position, right? When I'm when I'm on the road because I am a feature comic when I'm on the road. Right. And so there should be an no opening. one is even. Yes, yeah, there's like there a recording and let's hear it for your opener. Right. And then I come out and everybody's just like a dilapidated, you know, and they're getting their drinks and no one gives, you know, one cares. It's and, wrong. and it took a lot of effort to get there, you know, like right. get, getting up, really, you know, catching the flight and getting the and all the rigmarole that goes with it. And yep. it's just oh, it just felt so um, it 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 just felt like really anticlimactic. <laughs> I know, believe me. It's uh, but that I know, is, but I should be grateful. Yes. I should be. I, I'm getting calls. People want. I'm getting the work. Yes, and there's know? a lot of people in LA who would like to be able to go yeah. do
1: those shit gigs out of town. Yeah, you know, but the fact is. That is what makes you a better comedian in the long run. You might not be able to see it immediately. You might if you walk off stage one night and go, wow, I can't believe I did well that night. I thought I was going to eat it because the crowd was a bunch of Muppets. You know, seriously. Yeah. But wow, I figured out how to work to a room full of Muppets. Mm -hmm. I mean, if
0: Kermit and Miss Piggy were there, I'd be fine. Mm Hi-ho. This is Kermit the
1: Frog here.
0: No, so it just, you know, I that that's just it, that's my experience thus right. far. It's I not am... my favorite of the category of comedy right. that we do. I like it, but I know I mean Like a what different... we're doing right now is more productive. <laughs> yes. You know? Well, in in one way it is. Yes. In terms of just
1: getting outreach. Getting outreach and getting your name heard mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, yes. It is. But, you know, it's like a baseball player doesn't get drafted out of college like a football player and goes right to the major leagues. That almost never happens. Mm-hmm. They play AAA ball. It's called the farm leagues. And the baseball players go from college into the farms. And they play minor league ball until they get called up from the minor leagues. Okay,
0: but the uh, but, but I, I just want to enter. I, I understand and I appreciate your analogy and I appreciate you know all, all of this, but... Right. There are, when you're on the road, there are situations where you just can't win. I know No that. matter what. Like, I was thinking about, you know, I'm very, I like, I like the more introverted, intellectual, pretentious comedians. Those are my, th- those are my heroes. Thank you. <laughs> and that's just not ever, like, I'm thinking of a few, and I'm not going to say any names, but some of the biggest comedians that are my my inspirations. And they would have bombed in those rooms. Some
1: would have. No, yeah. they
0: all would have. I have n- no trust me. I believe it. <laughs> I, I just feel like it, it. it's just like a different form of comedy that you have to do. It's not that it's a different form.
1: And again, we use the word code switch to be a really, really good stand up comedian you have to be able to work various types of crowds because crowds are never the same. Even at the improv, even at your Bottle Shock show, from one month to another, Yeah. and you know a few months back. I had
0: one bad crowd.
1: And by the way, the room was
0: full. You can have a bad crowd, the, by the way. The room was full. and Some it, comics are like, no, there's never bad crowds. No, well, yes, that's there That's not true yes, because it could
1: be the energy in the room. It right. could be the host right. who might be too dry oh. for the room, or for drunk. example, or right. drunk or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it sets the tone and then the crowd collectively, because there is a collective consciousness. There's an
0: energy in the room. See, you Coralvined it and now we can't pour we can get more if you want. We still have the. Gore I told of it. you that we were gonna drink it. No.
1: <laughs> but again, that and one of the things the road does is train you for that. So when you are in town, mm-hmm. and you may have that that off crowd one night, no matter what, you still stay standing. You know?
0: Yeah, well, no, and and I have I did learn from the road to never lay down. You don't no matter what. No matter what. You know, but you can still, you know, put up your dukes, man, and it's not gonna matter because it just the the environment was not conducive to comedy. And you're set up (laughs) you're set up for failure. And I have been that's that's some of my experience on the road.
1: I have done a lot of hell gigs. Yeah, and, they're hell gigs. Uh, I have done a lot of them. Hundreds and hundreds over the 37 years. Well,
0: you you have you have a good tolerance because I you know, I, I put yourself it. through that. I yeah, I, love it. I that's the thing. And I I love doing spots in metropolitan towns. That's my favorite. I'm just (laughs) Well you and
1: everybody And it's no offense to you know and
0: I'm a country girl. Right. You know? I mean I I love going, you know, I love leaving and you know, taking a break from the the fast pace. But working
1: in New York City and LA and Chicago, that's the gravy. That's any I mean,
0: that's the easy part. That's not, you know what I mean? Okay. It just is now. But I've seen, no, I disagree that that's easy. I don't think there are some road comics that eat a dick in these rooms.
1: And they probably are eating dicks all over the road too then.
0: Okay, maybe. Okay. But yeah, there are some like, oh, yeah, I've, no, I've seen plenty. If uh, you're, if you Where they fu- don't have, you know, they, they, anyway. Maybe we're going too deep into this. I don't know. Maybe.
1: I don't know if this is boring the crowd. I know. I I have no idea. But maybe they're interested But
0: let me tell you, it's a bigger crowd than we had at Cave Junction. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe people are interested in how
1: stand-up comedy works. I don't know. It's nice that we can even have this conversation as part of the dynamic of our relationship.
0: Yeah. No, it is. You know, and by relationship, I mean,
1: you know, we wake up next to each other.
0: And we're still balanced. You know, this isn't everything we do. We got- other stuff, we got other you know, stuff that we're and doing, so and
1: we're it's... looking to start a business, uh, you know, to do some other things. And,
0: and we have some projects. We have irons. We have irons and,
1: have irons oh, have and irons fires. Fire. And, yeah. You know, yeah, stuff that goes on. Can we
0: talk about your turkey meatballs? We get... Now, people are going
1: to get the wrong idea. They're going to think I cook.
0: You are the most amazing chef. I don't cook. She's talking you about my actual are... balls. Oh, my goodness. You are so talented in the kitchen and barefoot.
1: Thank you. And pregnant. Or just look it.
0: Those turkey meatballs were insanely good. Really? Oh, the best, the be- best meatballs I've ever had.
1: Thank you. Yeah. That's very nice of you. If you are looking to make uh, good meatballs, DM us here <laughs> at Drinking During Business Hours. Or find me at Rich Chasler on all my socials, and I will be more than happy to talk
0: you through it. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Anything? Anything else? I mean, we have just been bombarded. There's not much else to say be- because we really did focus a lot on performing.
1: We do th- this we, past we have. month. Let me ask you a question. Um, I got. I want to ask you this. We watch. Uh, we like to watch programs. We watch programs. We, we like to watch some programs from time to time. And uh, there's so many new things on all these new stations. Um, tell me, what do you, what what are we watching that you really like in these
0: days? Okay, so. Is that okay to ask? I'm yeah, because you're loving this. So I did not give Ms. Maisel a fair shot oh, initially. Yeah. So I thought I hated that show. I watched maybe the first and second or like maybe just bits and pieces from a few episodes and I just made this really unfair judgment call that it was not funny and dumb and musicalish and right. whimsical and I and unrealistic and I just didn't think I liked it. Is
1: it because you thought it was going to be a TV show about stand up comedy yeah. and comedians? Yeah. Which it is not. It's not. Right.
0: No. It's, you got to have a, a certain frame of, of mind to watch it. But it is really, I'm so happy that you pretty much made me watch it with you. And give it a second shot, because I really love it, and now we're super into it. I
1: think it's so good, and I watched the first four seasons, I think, before you and I had ever really met.
0: So I'm catching up, so you can watch the fifth season that just came out, right?
1: You know, I mean, like, when I met you, I had never seen
0: Barry. And you, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I love Barry. That show's
0: incredible. I love Barry. The two
1: shows you turned me on to that I never was watching were Barry
0: And and Succession. And
1: Succession. The best show
0: on television. Oh, my
1: goodness gracious. I love
0: Succession. Yeah,
1: these are great shows. So good. But, you know, I am also watching The Last of Us.
0: I couldn't get into it. I mean, I again. I'm not a big sci-fi person. It's not
1: that, that, oh, now. this is the same misnomer that you had with Miss Maisel. Yeah, but
0: you have to admit, I gave that show a fair shot. Like I sat you through a lot three or of four episodes, episodes yeah. of
1: it. I think just
0: not my thing, but I appreciate it, and I know it's great, wow. and I think the acting's amazing. Amazing, just not my thing. Amazing, and I really, really liked the episode with um, the gay guys that ended oh, up. Oh, you're talking
1: uh, about when uh, uh, what's his name from uh, from the Office Fox and Records. Oh, Parks and Recs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that was an amazing episode. Yeah. That the, was a- the acting is just wonderful. Stunning. Mm-hmm.
1: The work on that is stunning. And then we watched 1923, one yes. of the prequels to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. And that was incredible. Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. We love
0: that. And we went to a Q&A with the cast. We did. We, we went to yeah. a
1: Screen Actors Guild event mm-hmm. and we got to do a Q&A with the cast there. Yeah. But I'm enjoying the other prequel, the 1883
0: prequel. With uh, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw and uh, and Isabel May.
1: And Isabel May mm-hmm. and um, uh, uh, what's his name? The old guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know. Shoot,
0: what's his name? Shoot. Doggone it, it's the we wine. We need a producer. Yeah, and less wine. No, more wine.
1: More wine and a producer. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, uh, L- Ellis, Sam Elliott, Elliot. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, I know you kind of, I f- kind
0: of faded out of it. Yeah. I'm, yeah.
1: But I'm really liking it. And it's once again, you know, I like I like good scripted stuff. Yeah. You know, but we're gonna have it's- to get into Yellowstone because apparently that's the meat and potatoes of it all
0: so many good shows to watch and it's a, you know there aren't any there's not going to be anything new for a while because of this writers strike so Oh the writer can we talk about time. the writers
1: strike for a second
0: I mean you know what's to say it's uh
1: support your unions yeah. is what I want to say if yeah. you're listening
0: to us they're in the right and support right. your
1: unions no matter what you do for a living if there's a union support it if mm-hmm. it needs to be unionized unionize unions built this country yeah. They're the backbone of this country. Right. The good thing people say, well, people in unions, they want too much money. It doesn't work that way. The more people make, the more they spend, which means the more uh, vibrant of an economy the country has. Yeah. And the reason why this country did so well for so many years is because of the unions. Yeah. People could have one working parent. And have kids raised and put them through college. And the American dream is. is
0: you cannot have, you have to have a two income household. Now you and, do, and, you know, because. For uh, the most part. Yeah.
1: But, you know, unions really, really mean something. And, you know, I'm a proud union member of, you know, Actors Equity, Screen Actors, you know, SAG AFTRA, and I believe in it. Mm hmm. I believe in it, and it really, you know... They're there to protect you. Yeah, they're there to protect you, and the writers are on strike because the uh, producers, guild, the industry is trying to relegate them to be gig economy, day players, instead of a contracted, you know, talent who is bringing something to the table, you know, for a television show, and all the television shows that people watch, they don't write themselves.
0: But they're saying that maybe they will via AI.
1: Well, that's that's a conversation for another day, and I am not pro that
0: at no. all. No, well, no one is, and it's interesting no. because I, you know, um, I'm working on a project right now uh, with a very prolific writer, a right. New York Times bestselling writer, Maymay Fox. Shout out to Maymay who gave me a nice feature in Forbes. Thank you, nice. thank you very much, Maymay. Yeah, you can see um, Sarah in Forbes magazine. Yes, you can see um, me
1: read Forbes magazine.
0: <laughs> And so, working with her, and she was saying, you know, and I and I think, I, I think this makes a lot of sense. Have you ever noticed that a really good writer, you won't be able to really differentiate if it's a male or female, and they have all emotion just taken t- out y- of yes, the writing. Yes, yes, it's extracted out. So otherwise, May it's May an editorial. Thinks, what Maymay said, and I hope she doesn't mind that I'm, you know, talking about her, but. But I agree and I think it means that, that it's going to be, now it's going to go the opposite direction so we're able, so the reader is able to differentiate a real person from AI.
1: I certainly hope so because- So it's going to
0: get emotional. Good. It's going to have, it's going to get personal.
1: Good, it should. That's okay. There's
0: going to be- A little Spirituality and- Yes, yes. Good. I'm not opposed yes. to that. Yes. I, I, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. It's- so we'll see we'll see how that um, yeah I'm not opposed to that at all uh, thanks for pouring more wine honey well you know I mean we only have a and thousand we ha- bottles and we haven't seen each other so in forty eight nice. whole hours I just I literally just stepped off a plane yeah and this is this is nice catching up with you and so yeah we're we're gonna wrap um because uh
1: we're gonna drink wine because we should. There's a yeah, taco truck gonna, we want to visit. Yeah,
0: we are, <laughs> and it's late. It's it's late at night actually right now.
1: Yeah, we're actually down in the dungeon uh-huh. with no windows. Yeah, it could be two in the afternoon right now, but, but it's it is uh, actually it's late. a little. You can after- tell by my voice. It's about eleven o'clock p.m. in Los Angeles. We're doing this uh, late night tonight,
0: and um, so we're gonna let you go. But if you, uh, if, you know. Want to have some laughs and for a good cause, please come to our show at the Hollywood Improv on the 15th of May. This is right. going to drop at that a.m. That morning, Monday right. morning. And if you can't make it because you're not local, please donate to woofa.org. Correct. W U F A W w-u-f-a-w.org. And keep an eye out on our websites because we have all of our shows and our link trees and our socials.
1: And where does everybody we,
0: find you? Um... You know, th- honestly, the best way to find me is Instagram. There you go. I have everything just, you know. And all, on your everything, Instagram? Everything listed. I'm, I'm at Sarah Halstead.
1: Very good. My Instagram, all my socials are at Rich Chasler. So you can find my Facebook, Great. my Instagram, my Twitter. Great. My TikTok. It's all Rich Chasler.
0: Yeah, we have a, a, a slew of more shows coming up. We've
1: got a lot more shows coming up. We've got and the, the Melrose Improv uh, Monday night and then we've got your Bottle Shock show on, on the 23rd. 23rd and then the next Genghis Cohen show is June 7th
0: and another Bottle Shock on June 4th correct and a bunch of shows in between yeah so yeah we're we're staying busy with comedy and we also have some exciting projects that uh, we can't quite some talk very about right exciting now stuff but, coming but it's up. exciting
1: so if you're fans and you enjoy it feel free to dump us a DM Yeah, you know and once again, I'd like to give uh, a couple serious shout-outs before we wrap. Another shout-out to Corvin, Peter Johnson at Corvin. Thank you, Peter. And Peter's always been great, and he supplies us with stuff. And, you know, it certainly helps the show today. So, you know, we want to recognize that. Dwell Winery.
0: Dwell, thank you. For Husband, this beautiful wife.
1: Pinot Gris. Yeah,
0: lovely, lovely. Um, Shout-out to Pretty Easy Podcasts who make it easy and pretty. And pretty. pretty. <laughs>
1: Woldridge Winery in... Uh, in yeah, Oregon for the cheese. as well. They gave yeah. us
0: a lot of cheese. That was
1: and the Laugh Factory for having us last yes. week. So we want to give the shout-outs to the people that not only we appreciate, but also appreciate
0: us. Yes, thank you. Thank you all. And we want to give a shout-out to everybody listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next time. you <laughs>